this is Linda Yunjin, Courtney Lindop, Danielle Gaudet, and you're listening to the For a New Humanity podcast on Earth Management TV. Today's topic is empathy and cultivating human character. Isn't this a little too obvious to even talk about? Like, obviously, if we had more empathy, if we were you know, good human beings, like we wouldn't have nearly as many problems as we have today. Uh, like, I think it's worth talking about, like, why can't we just naturally be considerate towards other people? You know, why do we choose to talk about this today? Well, okay. So I just want to start off by saying that I believe that human beings are inherently good. I know there's a lot of debate about this, but I think we're born inherently good with empathy and good character from the start. But I feel like the way that we lose that quality is that we go through society that was built and designed for survival and competition. In our society, there can only be one number one there can only be a limited amount of successful people with resources. So this environment that we've created for our society, it's, it stimulates us to like survive and to do whatever it takes for us to like thrive. And in that environment, I feel like we tend to prioritize other feelings or other qualities that seem more helpful for us to make it in this cutthroat setting that we've created for ourselves. So maybe. Something in our brains thought feelings like warm, fuzzy feelings like empathy and looking out for each other and good character and compassion. Maybe something in our brains have said these are not useful for this successful cutthroat competitive society. So I'm just going to discard it and not live this way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's unfortunately very true. And, and as you said, it's not just to compete and there's only one winner, but it's actual survival. We, we do what we have to do and uh, or feel like that we need to do to fight for what we need for, for me and maybe for my family, too. We're, we're really hardwired to follow those kinds of instincts. So if that means I have to kind of be a little insensitive to get ahead, then that's what I, I'm going to do. That's what we've kind of been trained to do in society. So let's talk about, though, what is good human character? You know, what does it mean to have good character? I mean, when we look at what we're talking about here so far, I feel like the essence of that term, there's probably a lot of things we could say about human character, but I feel like really the essence is um, the importance of being able to connect with just, just the humanness, just myself as a human being like that humanness inside of me, that original nature that we were born with, as Eugenie was saying, like, we feel that when we just connect with our humanness and more than just with myself, like when I look at others, other people, instead of looking that at them as people to compete with, you know, to be better than or they're better than me, comparing all these things that we do, like try to see the likeness. That's, that's the essence, seeing our likeness oh you your humanity and my humanity both we're both humans here instead of all our differences the difference of our cultures our religions our political parties we have so many differences 
And then we have these deep beliefs of I have to, mine should be better. I have to win or I have to be right. And this causes us to continuously be like separate from each other. You know, the more we're far away, the more we conflict, we fight, we compare, we compete. So I think that, you know, the, the first solution is to come back to our place of likeness, the humanness within. Yeah, and I really like what you said about the likeness, the commonality. Also, speaking of commonality, to kind of go off what you said, Danielle, is I think having good character is also having some awareness and choosing actions that because we are common, because we have common struggles and because we are more similar than we believe, choosing actions and thoughts that don't just benefit me and the people that I love, my people, my team, my family, but choosing actions that create win-win situations for myself and others who maybe are not in your family, not in your tribe, but they're your neighbors, right? Because that kind of mindset that chooses actions that benefit other people and myself, that mindset understands that because we are similar, more similar than we think, we don't need to compete. It, It understands that my life is precious, but also your life is precious. My family is precious, but also your family is precious. And so with that, what's good for me is also good for you. It's a very coexistent way of thinking and uh, living harmoniously with each other rather than trying to trample over each other because I am me and you are you and I'm number one and you're number two and competing and being destructive with each other. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree with with both you guys. And I, and I want to throw out the word acceptance too. It's really accepting that we're different and and maybe even embracing that we're different rather than fighting because we're different um and like you guys have both been saying seeing the humanity in other people despite those differences is exactly what enables us to have empathy um when we can focus on our similarities instead of our differences so a, a person might have different beliefs than me but this person also has a mother like me and a family like me and that they don't want to lose those those people that are closest to them and and I don't want to either um and they have something they want to protect just like me yeah when you're both talking about family and where we connect there it's making me think of um I heard this long ago but I never forgot it always stayed in my brain it was like 2001 I was at the new Millennium Peace Foundation, like humanity conference. And uh, Jean Houston was there. I'm not sure if you've heard of her, but she's done a lot of, she's an author. She's a spiritual teacher, speaker, leader. She does, she's done like a lot of psychology and work with people all over the world. And she was telling a story about how she had, she was brought in to help with some of the, conflict that's going on with Israel and Palestine, which happens to be like extremely relevant right now. But back in 2001, she was talking about this and she said she what she did, what she decided to do was bring in to her office, her space, one Israeli soldier and one Palestinian soldier, just bring them together, sit them down And instead of, you know, trying to, you know, give them psychology or therapy or something, just let them start to talk. And she would say, uh, ask one of them, okay, so, you know, tell, tell us about your mother. 
Okay, now your turn. Well, how, tell us about your mother, your childhood. Well, why don't you tell us about how you met your wife? Well, what was it like when your first child was born? Well, why don't you tell us? And then the, these two soldiers listened to each other's stories and the humanness inside of them woke up. They really felt like, yeah, I had the same love. I had the same worries. I had the same beautiful moments. I had the same painful experiences. And they cried and they were like embraced each other. I mean, this is like one soul, you know, two soldiers at a time. But this is an example of what you're talking about, like discovering that it's there within us. And it awoke through communicating and connecting and listening to each other's like human stories. That's a very powerful message and story for, like you said, what's going on in the world right now. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's kind of more important now than ever. And I feel like the hope for us is that we can cultivate our connection with this part of ourselves. So, you know, even if we say like, oh, we all have this within or we were born this way or some people think that we weren't or... But we, it, the power is within us to cultivate it if we want to. And if we really feel like, you know, that's, that's important for me and my loved ones and the world, then maybe I want to take the journey to do that. And then I think it's really good to sort of look at more specific, right? Because that can be also general and big. Like, okay, all right, yeah, I want to cultivate my human character. How? What should I do? But we just need to we just need to look at what the world needs at this moment and ask ourselves, you know, in, increase our, you know, open, honest communication, kind of like the story I just told. And also in the same note, our sincere listening, you know, I think it's, you know, it's hard to find a good listener sometimes. It's so easy. People want to interject their opinion or trying to correct you or even just trying to like, oh, no, you're okay. Like, you're a good person. Just like sincere, fully listening, feeling each other as we listen, empathizing with each other as we try to listen and understand each other's world and stories and making choices and actions with integrity, responsibility, authenticity consideration of more than just me. I think these are very specific traits that are part of this human character that we can really take a look at in ourselves. Yeah. And speaking of cultivating that character, I think it's also as simple as just repeating a pattern or repeating an action or repeating a thought until it becomes a habit. Because, you know, in our brains, the more often we do something, whether that's good behavior or bad behavior, quote unquote bad behavior, the repetition is what makes it a habit inside of our brain. So uh, if we just um, think about how in our competitive society, how do we adapt all these competitive characteristics? It's because from school, since we were young until we got to work and just so many times in our lives, we were taught to repeat actions that compete with each other, compete to be the top of the class, compete to get the best salary at work, compete to be number one. So because we just repeated it, it became a habit. So I think in that same principle, in that same context, we can use that for the other way. So if we just repeat good character, if we repeat empathy, even though at first it might be hard because it goes against what we've been conditioned to do, if we just repeat it, it can also become a habit. 
just as long as we choose it and keep doing it again and again and again until it becomes second nature. Yeah, I think that's super important to note. It's it's going to take effort to cultivate our character and to be empathetic um, because we're kind of going against what we've been doing before. We're trying to create a new habit. We're trying to choose something that's not always the easiest path. So it, it it's going to take some effort on our part to really cultivate that and create a more peaceful or harmonious society. Yeah, I completely agree. It takes a lot of effort. It takes very consistent and ongoing effort. So we also need the will to want to do that because it's easy for us to kind of just want to be comfortable or like Linda said, just like kind of cruise with our habits and our patterns. <laughs> If maybe we don't even become aware of them or even if we do, like it feels so hard to change. <laughs> so what is the, like we have to find what is a real motivation for people to want to cultivate their human character at this time? And what motivates me? So, uh, you know, for me, it could be I've suffered a lot in life. So I want to find I want to cultivate a character that brings me more peace and joy. But maybe for others, that motivation is more like, their family. So recognizing that your human character influences your family and even your community dramatically. So if you want to bring something positive, something more um, healing, bright to that family unit, you need to start with yourself and your own self-cultivation. And then, you know, that expands the more of us who sort of wake up to the fact that what we always talk about here, like, we are connected, you know, seeing our likeness and seeing our impact on the planet and the world. And that, you know, each one person developing a brighter human character, developing more empathy is going to have a positive impact on the planet. If you really like take that in and feel that and believe that deeply, I think that creates natural motivation to want to want to do that for ourselves. And as we do that, you know, more love arises, more compassion arises, and, and it all starts to, like, change begins. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. If you can find what motivates you to cultivate your character, if you have a goal of, of contributing to world peace, you're going to be much more motivated to put in the effort it's going to take to really listen um, and to really feel and to really see the humanity in other people. Yeah. And I just also feel like it's really important to say here that, you know, we talk a lot about new humanity. I mean, this is the For a New Humanity podcast. We're talking about new humanity a lot here. And I think that this is an essential quality and characteristic of the new humanity. People who want to cultivate their human character, who re recover the connection to that humanness and see the connectedness and the likeness with people, practice and have the will for it. I think this is a very vital, vital characteristic of the new humanity. Yeah, so speaking of new humanity, uh, if you agree with what we talked about, about cultivating empathy and cultivating human character, and you feel this urgent need for other people to like receive this message and reawaken what we inherently have inside. We just forgot along the process of trying to survive in this competitive world. If you want to bring that back and if you feel that that's very important for your life and for our society right now, 
then we invite you to sign the New Humanity Pledge at newhumanitypledge.org org, to be part of this movement to bring this back to our society. Because as we mentioned throughout this podcast episode, there are so many things that are going on in the world right now where empathy, human character, compassion, connection, harmony is so, so important in our society in this day and age. So if you think that's important to, to bring back that kind of level of high consciousness for us, then please go ahead and sign the New Humanity Pledge today. Yes, thank you so much for reminding us, Linda. So again, that's newhumanitypledge.org. And I want to thank you guys all so much for listening. Uh, we would love to hear what you think or if you have ways that you're practicing cultivating your character. Um, we'd love to hear those too. So please leave those in the comments. Uh, next episode, we're going to be talking about managing the earth. So we have this channel called Earth Management TV. We're going to talk about what does that mean? What does it mean to manage the earth? And why do we need that right now? Sounds like so thank a- you so much. I'm excited <laughs> for that one. <laughs> yes. So thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>